This is the Digital Instructor. I'm Dr. Tim Stafford, and this is episode number one. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Tim Stafford, and uh, this is the Digital Instructor, episode one. I'm really glad to be with you today. It's exciting to get started on this podcast. It's been something I've wanted to do for a long time. And uh, as I've been teaching students and talking to colleagues over the last many years, uh, it just seems like a, a good place to start that the digital instructor is just, it's a new thing. It's really, for many of us uh, who were in traditional education, traditional classrooms, this uh, transition for some has been easy because maybe we're early adopters and and there's an easy issue. Uh, you know, we, we've kind of been using digital things for a long time. We've been um, culling digital resources into our courses for a while. And so now as we're making a transition into uh, digital uh, spaces primarily, uh, some of us have had an easier transition than others. But I think uh, for the most part, it, it's a bit of the Wild West. And I think if you, if you're an instructor out there or you're, or you're designing coursework or um, you're a part of dealing with digital spaces for learning at any level, doesn't, you don't have to be K-12, you don't necessarily have to be higher ed, uh, you could be corporate, you could be doing anything. Uh, there are just a, just just a seemingly wide open spaces for you to exist, and in some ways that's really good. You know, in some ways, I think the digital space, uh, ubiquitous learning, um, self determined learning, these these things are are you know we could only dream about this stuff uh, when many of us were in middle school and high school. Um, for me, that was back in the eighties. For some of you, it may have been earlier than that. For some of you, it might have been the nineties, but. The idea is, you know, even back in the 1990s and the late 80s, we would have never dreamed that we could have be actually talking about self-determined learning, ubiquitous learning spaces, and that everything that school would ultimately be um, completely enclosed in some form of that Apple II that all of us had at the house, or that Commodore 64, or that um, that you know, early Microsoft machine. I mean, I, I think of, I think back to having to install Windows 95 and how a dis- total disaster that was, trying to get that running. And to think that at the time, had I thought to myself, well, learning is ultimately one day going to exist inside of that space, uh, would have just, it would have almost, I, I mean, I, could we have seen it? Maybe, but it was almost laughable. But nowadays, we can't imagine being without it. And so, um, you know, my my hope is to be able to have conversations with some experts in the field, um, but also some conversations with just everyday folks that are that are doing things in digital spaces, uh, in the art of instruction and instructional design, and uh, um, and just e-learning in general, uh, from professors to instructional designers to trainers, just everyday folks that are doing things that are being successful. And let's. I want to just be able to open that dialogue, and I just want to be able to talk to people about what they're doing and the things that they're discovering, and um, and I think that's going to be good for all of us because right now, the problem in the Wild West is that there are a whole lot of gunslingers, and you're only infamous by total 
disaster or failure, right? That just always seems to be what's the mark of the West. And having grown up in uh, Southern California myself and being a part of the, uh, and interested in the history of the West, you know, the people were staking claim and they were, they were, they were doing what they did and they had to defend their territory. But the problem is the, the rules were, were shaky and they were changing. And, uh, and it wasn't until, you know, really we saw civilization kind of begin to meld that there was, you know, there was a lot of adventure and fun and, and danger and, and dirt. But, you know, over time, as, as the stakes became real and the communities really built themselves, that's when we really started to see the West develop into something that now is, uh, is, I mean, is making a real impact on, uh, on, on, the, on the rest of, of our society. And so I think e-learning is in the same boat. I think it's the Wild West. I think right now we're kind of making up the rules as we go along. We don't really know exactly what the best things to do are. Um, myself, I, I, I currently am a college professor at uh, three different universities. One is my main job. Uh, where I also serve as a as a uh, program director for um, the Master's of Science program in instructional design and technology. That's at St. Uh, um, Thomas University. But I also serve at other universities as an adjunct, as an instructional designer. And so I actually have the unique, um, unique role of being not only the designer, but the SME. Not only the, the program director, but also the professor. And I also am not just uh, the course designer, but I also build out courses in LMSs. And I, I'm constantly looking for new ways to integrate technology, not only into the courses that I design and teach, but also and, and help be the SME for. And I'm also working with colleagues from all over the different parts of the university, all different subjects to build courses as well. Uh, um, but also, I'm also looking for ways to make myself my own work more productive. And so I'm, I'm a part, like many of you that will be listening to this, I'm a part of a, of a really new brand of, of instructor. And that is, I, I, list, I, I exist almost completely and totally in digital spaces. Um, I work completely remotely of any, of any building uh, other than my own home. And, uh, and this is just the new reality for, it, it, it's the new, it's new, reality, but, but it's going to become the new normal, I believe, in the next 10 to 15 years. I think that it just makes sense that we're all going to be there. But what, what it does for us, though, is it gives us a platform by which we have to be able to be more efficient. And we have to be able to track the things administratively that maybe in another context it would be tracked for us. Um, you know, traditionally, you know, we may have had a classroom, uh, where we would have had all of our stuff, or maybe uh, if you're like me, I've worked in office settings where I've had I've had aides and help and secretaries, and I've been through all of that. And uh, and part of the the issue that we have now as remote workers is that we really don't have those things in quite the same way that we did, and so that forces us then to be more efficient about the way that we work, but also to build infrastructures around ourselves so that we know how to um, best track what we're doing and, 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 and be able to justify um, the time and, and, and whatnot that we need in order to do the things that we do. It, it's, it's really becoming more about project management 
and the way that project management works. And so for many of you, uh, for many of you, you, you're probably familiar with project management and how that works. But for some who are getting into um, education for the very first time, uh, this is really a new reality. And so um, we're having to manage ourselves in a, in a way that it's just not typical and it hasn't been typical. And in education, we always have to kind of manage ourselves. We're always kind of, you know, even, even when I taught in a traditional classroom, I, I kind of owned that classroom. I owned what went on in it. I had to be able to manage it. So, so there's, there's some real ter- keys there that are, that are re- you know, that, that transfer. But now that I'm, I'm in a different capacity, um, I'm really managing things from way outside. In the traditional classroom, everybody was showing up to me and I was managing that. Now I'm out in the I'm out in the ether and everything, everybody is everywhere. I have I currently, like many of you, have students and clients who are in different countries. They're they're in different certainly different time zones. Um, there's just all kinds of things to manage uh, that are different. And so it's not uncommon for me to have uh, on a Zoom call or on a Skype call, somebody uh, a conference of people that are in five different time zones. It's just not uncommon. Uh, it's not uncommon for students to be in five different time zones. And so these digital issues are, are some of the, the things that I really want to try to focus in on as this podcast unfolds. And the other thing I really want to try to focus on is how we best practice being an instructor and a facilitator in a digital space. Uh, these things are really important because... It just isn't the same as it used to be. And the students, not only is it not the same in developing and delivering the instruction, uh, delivering the course uh, programming, but it's also different in the way that the students are demanding what they're demanding because they also are now getting very used to being in native digital spaces. And so subjects like digital literacy and digital citizenship are not just things that we can just talk about um, in esoteric means anymore. Now we have to really look at them as how are they actually defining what we're doing and how are they impacting what we're doing and, and, how, and, what, and how we can do it. And the old adage of I'm just bringing a computer into the classroom is really wrong now because the, the computer is now everything. The digital space is now everything. And so I, like many of you, have seen the transition from adding technology to a traditional space through the blended on into adding you know the technology becoming the space and uh, and now we're seeing um, we're seeing spaces that are being developed on all types of levels that are digital and in all kinds of configurations that are that are digital and that's very different than uh, what we've seen in the past and so as those things happen as that stuff really begins to uh, develop and as we all uh, are now engaging in many, many, many students, uh, and many different, many different employees, many different um, uh, teams of people that we're trying to instruct in some way, um, it, it's changing rapidly. And so, uh, my hope is uh, to be able to really talk about some of these things in context of all of that, and to make your to give you something to build uh, better infrastructures for yourself and better efficiency so that you can do your job as a digital instructor 
in a much in a much greater way and with much more impact, not only to those that you teach, but to yourself as well, because um, it's a really different world uh, to be living in right now, and it's extremely exciting. And I'm I'm just so I feel so privileged to be a part of it. So that's about all I have today. I just wanted to introduce this podcast to you. I wanted to give you a, a sense of what this was going to be about, but at the same time, I want to invite you as well. You can. Um, you can get a hold of me at tstafford at stu.edu. That's tstafford at stu.edu. And, uh, you know, tell me about yourself and tell me, uh, you know, what, what kinds of things are you doing that are successful? And if you're interested in being a guest on my show, I would love to have you. And I'd love to have a conversation with you. If you are an instructional designer, if you are uh, in higher ed or corporate, or you are in K-12, if you're an instructional technologist, if you're an educational technologist, if you're a teacher who just loves to use, uh, use uh, technology as a part of your world, if you are, like me, an online instructor, uh, we would love to talk to you. I would love to have a conversation with you about what you're doing, what you're finding successful, what you're struggling with, and, uh, and how you see the future unfolding. This is really about everyday folks who are doing things in a different way and they're seeing a success in their students. And I think that all of you are rock stars. I just want to be able to have a chance to have a conversation with you. So please let me know, tstafford at stu.edu. Look, you know, hit me up and I'd be glad to, uh, to have a conversation with you in the very near future. Thanks so much. Thanks for being a digital instructor. And, uh, and for now, just keep plugging at it because we're making an impact in the world. God bless you all.